Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing weekly dive of all the news, all the discussion, and all of the condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. I'm Rip McAfee, producer and editor of this podcast. I'm Jay Brat. I think Rip forgot to have a beer before the podcast tonight because he just got through that opening line so well. I'm a virtual <laughs> you reality YouTuber. You know what? <laughs> In the wrong we said story. last night. We said last night after the technical problems, we were going to be at the same emotional level tonight. Well, we were supposed I'm to have one there. beer, and you were supposed to be here. Adam, Adam, In the rock star. I, I, did, I did grab the rock star. I did grab the rock star. I can't even oh. introduce myself this time. What the, what the heck? <laughs> this, this is going Destiny, well. you might as well go ahead. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Adam Charlton, a software developer and who thinks that toilet paper should be under, not over. <laughs> oh, my. I know you're just saying that to make me mad. I'm There's not, no way you I'm actually not, do it. No, I honestly believe it. And here's why. My life was totally changed when my one-year-old ran into the bathroom and just starts spinning the toilet paper as fast as you can. Because if you do it over, then you just wind up with a pile of toilet paper. But if it's under, it just wraps around and around and around. Mm, It's brilliant. Under is definitely the way to go if you have pets or kids. (laughs) You know, I I heard that people who put it under end up with more uh, refuse on the wall around the toilet. So, (laughs) But that's fine. That's fine. You believe what you want to believe. It's disgusting. 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 <laughs> and I'm Destiny Wheeler, entrepreneur and VR enthusiast. So who also believes over? <laughs> over. Over's the only uh, over. Uh. <laughs> Under's the way to go, I'm telling you. You are riding a thin line here, buddy. Destiny, didn't you do you have kids? I forget. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah. Did, 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 did you but you're not you're not mm-hmm. on his side. No, no, I don't I, know that why. was a good point. I can see that. And I if also you have kids have that don't pets. behave like animals, you don't because have to worry about this. My cat was like literally hanging off the toilet paper the other day, so it does happen. But it just hasn't <laughs> it hasn't been that big of an issue. Like I yeah, we're just we're a family of over you make my kids sound like over. a feral dog or something, Jay. <laughs> okay, I mean, okay. So we're here. We're here. We're going to finish this. Every single commercial toilet paper dispenser that is built a specific way, what way is it built? Over, okay. because over is the right way. None of them oh are built goodness. under because it doesn't make any sense. You can't reach it. It's hidden. You get crap on the wall because you're reaching behind <laughs> trying to find it. It's unsafe. It's unsanitary. You are wrong. Moving no, but on. the commercial ways, you can't spin them like you can <laughs> in like a home-based toilet paper dispenser. <laughs> I'm done with toilet paper discussion. Rip, what's going okay. on? Okay. Yeah, yeah, just wait till our we... news piece is about Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we'll need plenty of toilet paper for that discussion. Jeez. <laughs> Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, for uh, those that haven't picked up already, we are in VR, and therefore we are making all sorts of rude hand gestures at each other. Um, if you want to see those rude hand gestures, I'm sure you're just itching <laughs> to see them. <laughs> Come see us in VR. We are interacting as if we were really together in one room. So check out the YouTube channel, and you can see us and our lovely... Well, written here is our lovely virtual faces, but at this point, it's more of our um, rude gestures. We run this podcast... <laughs> In four sections, first, a Q&A section from our Discord and Patreon community. Lots of fun to be had there. Second, a VR gaming news section. Third, we'll be talking about our experiences with some of the new VR games to come out. Fourth, we'll be running a discussion that changes week to week. Last week, we were talking about uh, what is Facebook doing in VR? Great decision. But this week, we got... Is VR finally approachable? It's a huge topic to me. I imagine to everyone here at the podcast, because that's, you know, when VR becomes approachable, that's when it can become big. So are we ready for it to become big is sort of another way to put that. 
<laughs> um, we're going to go into the Q&A here. We've technically answered these questions because this is technically our second time trying to record this darn podcast. Oh, we've answered <laughs> half of them. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday we had some just all sorts of great technical issues. And at some point we were like, okay, some of some of our hosts here need to sleep. Um, <laughs> so we, we went ahead and uh, canceled it. Uh, did a rain check and we are recording today so some of you in the live stream are like oh, they, they're just going over old stuff and you'll just have to put up with it, <laughs> it. alright way to antagonize our viewers suck it up viewers <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just all ready to fight tonight apparently oh my goodness uh, the question that Rumbo asked last night was <laughs> asked already we're saying it again is there any noticeable health effects vr has had on you guys either good or bad now for me adam since lockdown has happened i have really not had a lot of social interaction with people and vr has helped me see people and see the world like i wanted to before what's your answer to the question jay i hate you <laughs> <laughs> what is this it's like you can so read mine jay jay read almost word for word he must have recorded it or something word for word what i answered last time for this <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's your answer now that's my answer so you got to come up with a new one now you, you got to say what he said well you know i gotta say playing a lot of games like beat saber i'm definitely a beat saber fanatic uh it's really good on the cardiovascular health it really helps me stay in shape when i can't go outside i totally agree good good answer <laughs> oh my oh, god man. they're just swapping answers for those that aren't clued in <laughs> Yeah, that was almost identical. But uh, and then for me, I pretty much agreed with these two. Uh, definitely cardio. Yeah. But I think the worst health aspect that I've noticed is the um, motion sickness. Mm. What about you, Rip? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I just agreed with these three people last time. Yeah, I don't I think remember it's... what my answer was, <laughs> to be honest. He was blacked yeah. out during this part. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was a rough day. It. I was like, yeah, I was out of it last night. So I'm just like, wow, this is all fresh to me. Um, <laughs> even though I was here in VR. Get it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what they said is is so on the on the Marcus coronavirus has made our mental health a lot better due to VR. We can actually interact with other people in a way that's more meaningful than just like an online phone call or even a video call. And in general, it just sort of keeps you active in a way that sitting at a desk and playing, um, I don't know, whatever games you want to play, Fortnite or Fall Guys, um, you, you can do something more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll take the next question. Our next question is from Commander Nexon, Nexian, who says, in a hypothetical future where COVID never goes away and humans have to limit face-to-face -face interaction as much as possible, do you believe that virtual reality social hubs such as VR chat could become common tool for businesses and classrooms? Now we did discuss this a bit yesterday, but I think that it already is becoming that way. With coronavirus right now, businesses are already transitioning to solely online and they're incorporating VR more and more into business and and meetups and things like that. I think that even without a horrible, horrible future where COVID never goes away, that we will already get to that point where businesses primarily meet online and using VR is a great way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes for great training. VR training is like, it can be exactly what the company wants. You can learn exactly the right things. You can interact with machines or anything that your job does 
like it's the real thing instead of just clicking on a computer through training. It's way more interactive. And I talked about this last night, but I'll say it again because my feelings are still hurt. I once said that I thought with all this COVID going on, <laughs> that it would make a lot of sense for classes to go to virtual reality, at least partially subsidize what's there or replace them all together. And I got so much hate on Reddit on a virtual reality sub. The people were like, you're wrong. That could never happen. There could never replace schools with VR. What are you thinking? And like people seriously downvoted me to crap. So I was pretty shocked. <laughs> for that because i thought Aww. most of us vr enthusiasts would like love to see the medium go in a in a direction besides just gaming and man apparently those people just wanted it to mm -hmm. be gaming and nothing else you see and i really don't <laughs> yeah, understand that weird. because yeah mm -hmm. there's already studies that show that using vr for education and training already improves comprehension i read this study about surgeons you know you kind of want surgeons to be well trained using traditional methods like textbooks and professors or using the vr simulation and the vr guys like two to three times better comprehension you know i really want a surgeon trained by vr <laughs> i played surgeon right. simulator and i feel ready to operate on somebody after that jay stay far away from me <laughs> <surgery. laughs> i want a uh, potato vr in the uh uh, the the stream chat mentions rec room employees actually hold VR meetings for all their meetings. So, you know, it, it is yeah, a thing. Room. Now, of course, they are making a VR game, one of the well, most way popular. to believe in the product. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, if like for those that are like listening to this and going like do business, like the, the question is really, when is it becoming a common tool? Because mm. it is a tool. There are there are companies that use this potato vr made a good example but there are plenty of companies that aren't making vr stuff that are using vr um so it is a thing whether it is a common thing is just your definition of common at this point right you know it, it's 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 getting there yeah especially if they're using ones that are wireless like the quest and i mean then they can just pick up and take it from place to place to do their training right yeah, exactly. Or or the new Apple headset. Hint, hint, spoiler. Wait for the new section. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Destiny, you got the next one. All right, so this one's from Starsight. He says, what's the funniest thing that has happened to you in VR that made you laugh? I think my funniest moments have definitely happened in Pavlov, which is one of the things that I love most about that game. Like, it's just so freaking funny. But um, so I think it's like my second time playing um. I think it was the triple team or yeah, the triple team mode, but there was this dude who said that he wanted to play. What is that game? Simon says or whatever. So mm -hmm. like everybody agreed and it was great. Like everybody lined up and I don't know. We just went throughout the whole entire thing. Like it was fun. Uh, that does sound fun. I've been told we, we need to play some Simon says, so I want to do that. Uh, I played. So for those of you who don't know out there, Rec Room, it's a social game. You're hanging out with people. You can move around your arms and hands. Well, your hands can move around the 3D space. One of the games in it is called 3D Charades, but it's really Pictionary, basically. But you can build in a 3D zone instead of just writing on a board. Well, a bunch of us were in there. And this guy, Will, he draws this shaft of some sort because he's we're supposed to be guessing what he's drawing and he grabs it and just shoves it into his mouth like it's a foot long <laughs> hot dog he's trying to eat in one bite i was laughing so hard i actually have footage i'll maybe if rip wants it, i'll send a clip for this but he just shoves it in there and then i'm laughing so hard i can't even breathe for the rest of this thing he finishes his round and he comes back next to me and he's like it was a flute how did that's not how you play a flute like, i remember just that grab, just Cram yeah. it <laughs> oh it was amazing 
I've never laughed so hard. Great. That's great. <laughs> it's not how you play the flute. <laughs> so my funny moment is actually also in Pavlov. Pavlov is an incredible game just for goofing off. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's really funny. Right? It, you wouldn't think it because it's supposed to be like this really, you know, high pressure shooter similar to CSGO. But no, like the, the match I was in. So Pavlov actually scales your in-game character based on how tall you are. And there was this guy... IRL, he must have been seven foot. He was enormous. And he would run around the map with two <laughs> dual wielding double barrel shotguns. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so I'm chasing this guy. I'm stalking him. I see him run around the corner and you can kind of hear guys until they die. And I just hear, he runs around the corner and I just hear, ah! <laughs> and I, and around the corner just comes this giant Goliath, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And it's terrifying. And so I start running and get blown away. It was by far the oh, funniest moment that's ever happened to me. <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> so especially with like, I can imagine that, like, I don't play a lot of Pavlov, but Onward has the same thing where people scale. It's kind of funny to see like the differences in people. Right. Um, especially with all the yeah, new you're, kids. You're tall. He's tall. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, pretty so tall. And this guy yeah. was like an easy foot above me. Destiny, like, everyone's tall in, to you. Yeah, so you're saying it's tall, then that's pretty bad. Wow. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm exactly average height. So I, I always, I'm just like looking around like, are you below or above average? <laughs> I, yeah, with, 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 all, with all the new kids and onward, they... um you have to make sure you manually set your height if you're go go below a certain size because otherwise it'll always think you're crouching <laughs> so with all these yeah. new kids they're they're like constantly like moving so slowly like why can't i go faster <laughs> <laughs> and as much as i'd like to say that's my funniest moment um i, I was gonna go with just like i i've always gotten a crack out of the um that when you meet the Vortigaunt in Half-Life Alex, sorry, spoilers. Oh yeah. <laughs> that that whole scene just had me cracking up. Yeah. Um but I, I you've reminded me now with the, all the Pavlov stuff. There was this um it's more fun in retrospect, I think. That or it's just me being awful. Um I was playing with a bunch of younger people. They they weren't like that young, but they were like probably young adults. And they were just we were playing co-op and i was trying to take it seriously they were not or at least most of them <laughs> like one of them was one of them was like kind of middle ground and one of them really was just like messing around and he started using a pistol and getting himself killed over and over and i got like fed up with it i was like if anyone uses the pistol next round i'm going to shoot them <laughs> round starts i see him just going for his pistol and just pop him <laughs> right there <laughs> no hesitation <laughs> <laughs> everyone just turns around and looks at me and like point towards them like anyone else using the pistol they're like nope <laughs> that's awesome you're like well i warned you yeah, stay in line <laughs> that's why you you can't play pablo with me i'm just gonna like screw around the whole time we learned we learned shooter that. games are fun like that yeah, yeah pablo is so much fun to screw around i would love mm -hmm. to play pablo <laughs> with you at some point destiny I, yeah, we both I know. love pablo i'm surprised we haven't yet like since I have the link, can we play crossplay? Yeah, I think we can, as long as you have like the PC version. I think. Maybe. Yeah, because I, I know. know I played with them too, and it worked. Oh really? Oh, mm -hmm. you played Pavlov with them and not me? <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you were missing that night. I don't know. 
It was early on. It was way back when. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, a, was, that was early ago. on in the podcast. Okay. Yeah, what to do it again. I'm going to move us on for the news segment. But first, this new... Oh, my hands aren't moving again. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but first, this week's news segment is brought to you by Asterion. Does your VR headset still live in a cardboard box? I know it does because every person I talk to that hasn't gotten what we're about to sell you here, I guess, um, usually has their headset in a in like the packaging or on the floor and i know i know you're one of those people you can't fool me so (laughs) way to antagonize our viewers again rip (laughs) every guest we've brought on except for commander nexion who had like picked one of these up on our recommendation has not properly taken care of their headset and we we really believe you should your vr headset is expensive and it's a nice piece of gear it should have both a stand that you know, treats it nicely and looks good in your living room. And that's this VR stand, which I will now finally say is the Aura VR. Oh, wait, were we supposed to say a different product no, for this no, one? No, this, the, the outline is right. Don't worry about this. Keep okay. going. You're doing great. You're doing great. Oh, just remember that. So the Aura VR stand, guys, this thing is compatible with everything. Whatever headset you have, it'll work for it. Super great. It has RGB lighting. It's like this glass panel thing, and oh, it looks so cool. I'm, I'm going to have a picture down. Just look this thing up. It, it looks gorgeous. And it's got a USB port, just just because you can't have any. You, you can't run out of benefits with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for so real, super guys, cool. it's good. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're pretty happy to recommend this. So if you want your Aura VR, my hands keep start moving. I think it's because I accidentally, like, touch my desk which tucks which touches or moves my mouse and whenever my mouse moves it stops moving my hands so this is gonna be a lot of that vr problems (laughs) yeah Yeah. so if you guys want your aura vr stand go over to asterianproducts.com use the code full dive f-u-l-l-d-i-v-e to get five dollars off any order 19.99 or over we we very easily recommend it we would be recommending the stand regardless of the sponsorship that's happening it's so great guys <laughs> yeah no contest recommendation yeah and now we can start with the news jake my, my hands okay now Don't they're not working hands. okay there we go we'll talk about the news uh <laughs> oculus connect 7 the event where we hear from oculus every year they announce new stuff they tell us new stuff is canceled mm-hmm. actually no it's not canceled but it's now called facebook connect instead of oculus connect 7 it's facebook connect last week we went on a huge crazy rant about facebook's sudden shift in its ownership and management of oculus so if you want to hear the full thing in depth go check out last week's episode but now they're saying the company said in their blog post Connect has grown to include so much more than Oculus. With research updates and product news from Spark AR to Facebook Horizon, moving forward, our annual AR VR event will be called Facebook Connect to better reflect its broader scope. Yeah, (laughs) that's their quote. That's their whole idea. They're just they're just scrubbing the word Oculus, it seems like. But okay, it's going to happen as normal. It's just going to have a new name, but it's going to be virtual because of COVID. So it's going to be free and open to the public for the first time ever everyone can attend virtually <laughs> they're also while they're at it they were like hey we're going to change the name of our ar vr team to facebook reality labs too because you know why not mess up everything with the name oculus on it so yeah yeah oculus is dead long, long live facebook <laughs> <laughs> i feel like the next headset 
It's going to be the Facebook quest. It's not going to. That's, yes, that's, that's, that's what that's I was going to yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. Oculus is going to be gone. That's mm-hmm. wow. That's really creepy. Yeah, chat's not crazy about it either. <laughs> no, no, no Good one on is. You, chat. <laughs> no one is. This is this is our new life. Up. All of a sudden. Because our viewers are beautiful, intelligent people who agree with us. Right. <laughs> These are all facts. Are you guys going to attend? It's virtual. I mean, we could all go virtually. Yeah. We'll yeah, go I mean, so our viewers don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, this is dumb. I mean, we'll we'll attend. I mean, we can attend. And as trying to be on the forefront of the industry as we are, we'll probably go. But, man, it. I, I hate doing anything that supports them at this point because they're just they're making it real hard for us to like them. <laughs> one step at a time right. hopefully they'll change our minds that's there's some positive news this week right adam you got something good to tell us about yes there is we do have some interesting news project cars 3 releases today august 27th Ooh. wait really <laughs> yep. yeah yeah <laughs> are you thinking about picking it up oh so yeah. yeah so it's released right now if you have any interest in project cars 3 go ahead and pick it up i've been watching some gameplay footage of it today and it looks really good so there's really two types of racing games there's like the nascar style racing games that uh i have some family that's super into and this is more street racing so it's fast paced lots of tight corners it looks like a ton of fun (laughs) right but it's still for those that are like well is this like an arcadey game or is this like a sim game the, the nice thing about project cars is it's always tried to find like kind of the happiest middle ground where they will be trying to create these street cars to like the utmost detail um so a lot of fun if you're into that sort of thing but it's also easily approachable if you just want to play on like your xbox controller or whatever yeah it looks re- really good if you're into sim racing or just racing in general highly recommend picking it up Mm-hmm. I will be picking this up probably after this podcast so that I can download <laughs> it and play it tomorrow. Ooh, I want to hear about it. I, I'm on the verge. Uh, I haven't had enough car games on the PC yet, so I'm on the verge. But I kind of want to hear. Tell me by the weekend how you feel about it. I will do that. Right. You don't want to wait till the podcast and then I can tell everyone all at once. But I want to be able to talk with you about it on the podcast if if it's a recommend. Like I want oh, to be able like to have the, a little have a little back yeah, and forth. I see. Gotcha. I'll pick I it up too. It. Yeah. If you like it, I'll pick it up. <laughs> Destiny, you if can you get don't it on like this it, I will not pick it up. <laughs> Come on. I might, but I, I still need to get the um God, I can't even think of the name of it now. The Phantom Ops. Yes. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yes, the the kayak game. Uh, oh, oh, Phantom no. oh, yeah. Phantom Ops. Yeah. I've been actually Isn't meaning it, to continue yeah, that Phantom game. Ops, right? Yeah, yeah, Phantom yeah. Op- so I don't know. I feel like there's still a few others that are pretty high on the list, but maybe if y'all really like it, I'll try it out because I think that's one thing that I still haven't tried in VR is any kind of car game. Yeah, that's uh, I feel like you have to have try at least one. And this might be a good one yeah. to try. Yes, yeah. yeah, let me know. Well, the four we'll person see. drag race. <laughs> I'll 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 be the first. I'll I'll drop in first. See if it see if the water's nice and warm. And the the water's nice and warm. I'll tell everyone to get in. There you go. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Riff, what do you got for us next? Oh, I'm so excited for this one. This was released like today, like like four hours ago today. <laughs> and we just dropped this into the, the script because I am so hyped. Um Medal of Honor Above and Beyond, a VR experience made by uh, Respawn Entertainment. 
same people who made titanfall made uh what else apex legends apex legends and one other that i can't remember but th- those are the big ones <laughs> the other titanfall <laughs> <laughs> and the other Titanfall, yeah so those guys they the big triple a company that they are are making a proper vr game i will verbatim what they said on uh ea's website here uh above and beyond or medal of honor above and beyond is an action-packed and incredibly immersive vr experience set in world war ii where you step into the boots of an agent of the office of strategic services oss in war in war-torn europe a deep single-player campaign takes you through historic events on land air sea sabotaging nazi bases subverting enemy plans aiding the french resistance and much much more p.s while the details are still classified as top secret we're excited to let you know that medal of honor above and beyond also includes a multiplayer Uh, which is perhaps the thing i'm most excited for but but the campaign also sounds pretty cool i mean these guys i mean if anyone who's played the titanfall 2 campaign knows that these guys can make a good campaign yeah like we've seen it happen so I'm super excited to see what they're doing here. Oh, and I actually heard, <laughs> I, I came across this first because I was just on Reddit. I wasn't even like a Reddit post about this. It was about something else. And someone went, oh, I'm so ex-, like, so, like they tied in Medal of Honor. And then the dev for Metal, one of the devs at Respawn replied to this guy that it was relating to PVP. The, the guy was asking like, will PVP be a thing? And the guy, re- the dev responded saying, I cannot wait to talk to the, you guys about this. <laughs> but they're so they aren't obviously just as the press release here indicates. All they can say is that there is multiplayer, but clearly they are really hyped to ex- to announce this stuff, which just makes me more excited because I'm like, I cannot wait yeah. to see what these guys do. These guys have one of the best multiplayer games in general. The Titanfall was just a masterpiece, in my opinion. So. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, I'm going to shut up now. Because <laughs> otherwise I'll keep going. I feel like that's Meta- always these these pieces. The multiplayer, is it co-op missions? Is it can is it part of the campaign or is it just versus? What what's been the history with Medal of Honor? So I Medal never of Honor any of them. Okay, so uh, Adam yeah, here b- before we got started, Adam here said it was like Call of Duty and I got It's uh, Call of Duty but not Call of Duty. And, and <laughs> uh, I got mad at him. But, but not. <laughs> unfortunately, he's he's not wrong in the sense that it usually these these games follow the general progression of most FPS games where you have like a full campaign where, you know, you don't have any multiplayer. It's just you and a storyline and you go through it and you shoot people and you have fun. Um, and then the multiplayer is usually, it's like, it's going to, I mean, I'm guessing here, but based off previous Medal of Honor games, well, you've had a lot of sort of different ones. Usually Medal of Honor isn't like, large scale like battlefield but usually it's also a little bit more hasn't to say tactical or even strategic but it definitely requires a bit more like i guess it's tactical. a bit slower it's yeah slower it's, than it's call definitely of Duty. yeah it's absolutely slower than call of duty like if anyone played the last medal of honor forever ago i actually really liked that one it it was like you know small maps like call of duty but it played a little bit slower not that battlefield slow but like slow like that where you have to like think about your objectives and where you're moving and dying in that game is a little more impactful which is like my bread and butter so that makes me <laughs> even more excited so it's not quite you know pavlov to onward it's more of like a pavlov to like a contractors in my opinion yeah that sort of feels like if you got pavlov which is like pretty 
uh, it feels kind of arcadey, Call of Duty-esque. And then Contractors is a good sort of middle ground. That's where Medal of Honor lies, uh, if you're mm-hmm. familiar with these VR games. <laughs> right. But does it have like the typical game modes, uh, like the diffuse and things like that with the bomb, like A and B site? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it had the typical game modes, but again, this is pretty brand new. This is the first time Respawn is picking up a Medal of Honor game, and this is the first time they're doing it in VR. So who knows what can be coming? I personally hope that they just completely bring a whole new take to it and just blow us out of the water with innovation. That's what I'm Mm -hmm. hoping. I hope it's nothing like what we have currently. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that would be cool to see more FPS games like that. Yeah, and we and we need, and we need like as as great as Contractors and Pavlov and all these games have been, you know, like I'm watching Onward here and all of its like development issues it's having right now with its 1.7 or no 1.8 <laughs> update. And I, every time I read that, I was just like, man, if only these guys were a big company that could handle a VR FPS right. And these guys, they have the resources, they have the manpower, they have they have every reason for this to be the VR shooter. I hope it, so. I'm, and yeah. it it sparks me. Actually, the thing I got most excited about was the single player campaign, which is funny. But I just feel like we already have all these multiplayer shooters. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to think, like, what game has had a really great single player campaign that's a shooter? And I, Arizona Alex? Sunshine. Alex? Well, <laughs> but I mean, like a military type shooter kind of okay. game. Like, yeah. like yeah, I just yeah. feel like we haven't had any of that. It's all just these multiplayer games. And like for people out there who have crap Internet, who can't play these hardcore games, like what do they get? I'm excited about a single yeah. player campaign that you actually sabotage stuff and do stuff. That sounds exciting to me. True. And it sounds yes. like they're putting a lot of effort into that. So people like you will be satisfied. Good. Yes. Good. Well, in other news, <laughs> PSVR fans, this is only for you. Iron Man VR, our exclusive, amazing superhero game that only us PSVR owners get to play. Oh, stop rubbing it in. Which launched last (laughs) month has received a free update with improvements ranging from new weapons, game modes, skins, and faster loading times, which was really the thing we all wanted the most. (laughs) So if you've already beat the game, you're going to have access to a new Game Plus mode, which allows you to start the game again with all the previous upgrades you've earned, making it easier, of course, to go on to the harder difficulties, but it also adds a new ultimate difficulty that's even harder than the previous high difficulty of Invincible. You get to go forward with four new weapons as well. No spoilers here about what they are, but this game already had a pretty big array of weapons. I'm really excited they're adding more. They're adding it so fast, and it's free. Like... This is all fantastic news. I know none of you have a PSVR, but how do you feel about all that? <laughs> I mean, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard I for me that. to feel any emotion, given that I am so far away from PSVR. <laughs> I'll say no, the free like, part. It's, cool. Honestly, nice. it's one of those good things where it's it's a free update, you know? It's like you can't go wrong with free updates. I love seeing no, these yeah, companies not just, really cool. especially big companies early on in VR, there's this tendency for people making VR games to like make it and then drop it. And it's really good to see added support for these big title games. It shows that, you know, hey, VR gaming, it's really becoming a big deal. It's really becoming professional. I love to see it. Yeah, but it means they they made money and now they want more money, which is yeah. a good thing. <laughs> the, it, the, the VR industry needs money flowing through it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty much on board with Adam. Like, I, I can't play it, therefore I'm not happy about that. I'd rather it not be an exclusive, <laughs> but um, I'm still just, you know, 
progression in the VR happy industry. Happy for them. Yeah, happy for them. And Good every, for you, Jay. <laughs> every, yeah, everyone here on the podcast will always be excited about any progression in that, regardless of the exclusivity. Yeah. <laughs> Destiny, we, 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 you've said you haven't been excited about Iron Man VR before. Does this make you at all any more excited? Would, would you still want to try it if it came to PC? No. <laughs> no. <Sorry>. All right. <laughs> it's not the thing, thing, but but again, again it's, cool. it's cool. I'm I'm glad everybody, everybody else, else is, is you know stoked, stoked about, about it, it and, and it is really, really nice to, nice see, to some see some big names, big names stuff, stuff like that like coming to VR. VR. Mm-hmm. See, so I'll, I'll play, play it, it for you. You. Just 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 just. I'll tell you how it is. Maybe maybe when the PlayStation Five releases, I'll get a psvr and then i'll try all these exclusives and give them a terrible <laughs> review so that they stop being exclusive <laughs> <laughs> we'll see genius plan all right adam yeah so last week we talked about apple patenting a new boundary system for vr and this week apple's back at it again with some <laughs> more exciting vr news they recently <laughs> purchased a vr startup spaces a company that specializes in virtual VR meetings. And one of their biggest claim to fame is that the user would actually take a selfie and spaces, the startup, would take that selfie and the picture of the user and construct a virtual avatar for them. What? And so it would sync up with things like, yeah, it would sync up with things like Zoom or with, uh, what's that, Skype. And so you could actually be giving presentations fully within VR using an avatar that looks pretty like you. And so mm. the fact that Apple has purchased this company kind of is showing where they might be heading with this. So this this startup was specifically a business-focused startup, but they could use this technology for gaming and consumer-level stuff too. It's, it's s- just another indication that the Apple VR headset is well on its way. <laughs> have we seen these these? avatars though i haven't seen pictures are these things really that good because i feel like even 2d programs can't get that right you like take a picture of yourself and it's supposed to make it into a 2d avatar and it's terrible so have yeah, we seen I any pictures picture of these yet? i've looked into it uh prepping for this podcast it, it they look all right they're like okay. um they're like rec room level accuracy okay they're, they're not hyper detailed stuff but it's like rec room level kind of blocky but i mean hey it gets it gets all the major features about you, you know? And even though it's a little blocky, mm. it looks pretty good. I was imagining like GoldenEye 64 heads. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they just took five pictures and just slapped it into a face. I was picturing that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if they can topple the big two, that being Rec Room and uh, VR Chat with whatever they're planning. But Old yeah. Space. Alt space, you know, that it's <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, seeing Apple, we're all both very excited and totally like we have no idea what Apple's doing here because, well, okay, Apple either does one of two things either A, they do something totally new and different, or B, they completely copy someone else um, <laughs> and then put an Apple logo on it. What what is their usual mo-, <laughs> mo there? I feel like they're gonna completely copy someone else, but they're gonna rebrand it and they're gonna make it more user friendly, and then act like it was something they invented, and everyone's just gonna eat it up. <laughs> no, and then they're gonna get mad yeah. because they're not getting more money. <laughs> <laughs> here's why I'm terrified about Apple coming in. I'm actually not 
very excited because Apple likes to be very exclusive. And so look at us right mm-hmm. now. You know, we're sitting here with an Oculus Quest, a Riff, a Vive, an Index, and we're all just hanging out together. Once Apple starts coming in, they don't like to play well with others. They're going to make their own thing, only Apple all the time. And that is not what the VR community needs. You know, and Facebook is starting to do that too. And honestly, mm-hmm. it's going to start becoming so segregated off that if you want, just like the consoles, you know, were for a while, if all of your friends had a PlayStation, you got to get a PlayStation. And with how expensive VR headsets are, you can't afford to have a headset on each platform. And so seeing these platforms exactly. start to divvy up is not great news. I don't like seeing it. And Apple, yeah, people... you know, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Destiny? No, I mean, exactly. Like, that's one of my biggest beefs with the is, I mean, people are already totally bummed that there's not more crossplay. So to be doing that, it's just making it worse. And it's funny because the other day, remember, we were joking about now Index is going to be like the go-to headset. There mm-hmm. was, my made a meme about that, about the whole Facebook and Apple thing. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, getting an Index now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very sad. I imagine, I mean, the thing about it is that Apple, Apple's never really been, like, obviously, they've got Apple games on their phones, and they're all mobile. So they have, obviously, a big presence in the gaming industry, but it's very separated from the AAA, like, console and PC sort of market, right? That, that There's some overlap, but in general, they're they're a little different. And that's why, yeah, they might even just avoid the consumer market altogether then if they're not focused on gaming, go straight for business. This startup is solely a business-focused startup. So maybe they just drop consumer altogether and start selling to the companies who have the money to throw around for like a $2,000 headset. Now, I don't yeah, quite yeah, think maybe, that's yeah. the case because as someone who's in media and just sees every little mistake that Apple makes, very purposeful mistakes, like... gluing fans to their motherboards mistakes they have never really been great for pro business they're always like the middle ground but mostly just accessible my guess is that this is going to be you know it they keep expanding on their consumer line of nice accessible things that work within the apple ecosystem and that's what i think this is i think this is going to be extension of their apple watch their iphones all of that jazz and it's going to be a headset that's going to be kind of like, I'm going to guess it's going to be similar to a Quest, but in the Apple ecosystem. So a lot you're going to see Apple, maybe some Apple VR games that are going to be very lightweight, but mostly this thing will work. I, I imagine it's going to almost go more after the Microsoft HoloLens than anything else. My guess is mm-hmm. they're trying to beat HoloLens to the punch of creating the headset that everyone has, not gamers. And you know... Apple is the company to do it, honestly. You know, like once uh, we were talking before and maybe I think our discussion about the sort of next big steps for VR becoming accessible, Apple's really the company to do it. <laughs> they they are, but there's still a little part of me inside that just wants to see them make something bad and crash and burn in VR because oh, yeah. they have talked <laughs> so much crap and been against it for so long that I just hate to see them now come in and profit when they've been like oh this is just a fad like (laughs) but hey i guess we'll see for vr i'm gonna suck it up and deal with it but it's it's a little frustrating yeah (sighs) but with all this news you know boundary systems and startup vr startups i think you know the apple headset is coming the only question now is when (laughs) so again this week's game segment 
is brought to you by Asterion. We were talking about them early in the podcast. We're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about them again real quick because we just love this darn thing. So we are perfectly happy to do this. The Aura VR stand, guys, it's great. Just go buy it. That's all. <laughs> Boom. Done. <laughs> Boom. Done. <laughs> Boom. Short and sweet. <laughs> I kid. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit more. So this thing is a clean, minimalist, modern VR stand. It works with any VR headset so it'll work with your quests it'll even work with your weird playstations it'll work with your pc i mean to be honest the pc ones are usually the weird ones playstation has a pretty solid <laughs> headset like visual wise um <laughs> so your google cardboard fits on this thing people, yeah, okay? yeah yeah it does it does it would huh <laughs> yeah. yeah everything fits on this thing it's super good looking just look up a picture of this thing guys or a vr stand you'll be sold just right there i i guarantee it with like 60 percent accuracy um <laughs> <laughs> so check this thing out guys go to asterianproducts.com and use the code full dive and you will get five dollars off your order 19.99 or more it's pretty great i would do it if i were i would do it if i didn't already own two <laughs> I can't make a two because my hand gestures are messed up. But oh, there it is, two. two. I already own two. Destiny know, owns right? two. Yeah, that's how much if we I can, believe. My, in I, I keep losing my left hand. There we go. Yeah, two. I'm, I'm always pleased to see the stream chat just loves when we talk about Asterion. They're like, they just get like we've got like a bunch of people just kind of yelling Asterion and then th- th- talking about the code and yeah. Can we just make like an Asterion emote? Does YouTube right? support that, like custom emotes? I know Twitch does. Uh, once you're, once you have members, yes. Once you have the, once you're monetized, I'm gonna be sad, honestly, uh, when the day comes that we've like got a different sponsor or something else to talk about. Because like Asterion is a product that we all own and like love so much, and like the company's awesome. They're super cool to deal with. That like, I feel like there's gonna be some other company where like, and check out this other company now. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, These let's guys. Just, let's just make Asterion our exclusive sponsor for all time. I mean, I'd, I'd <laughs> like to say we're we are going to keep a policy that if we're going to be talking about something on this podcast and sponsoring it it's going to be worth it it's not going to be like i I will not in good conscience recommend a bad product yeah so don't try and sponsor us face our playstation (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm sorry don't touch me get your your virtual hand off me (laughs) Uh, okay we gotta get into games here so who remembers the game Mortal Blitz that came out in the early days of VR? Anyone? Anyone? No, so, I've never even heard of it. Mortal Blitz was one of those games that was actually really cool. It didn't age super well, though, because, I mean, it was teleportation. There was some, like, telefragging sort of stuff. It was cool, but it's, it's an older game now. Mortal Blitz Combat Arena is a game that is not out yet, but it just had a open beta on PSVR, although it is coming to all headsets. They just started with PSVR for now. Now, you remember we talked about Tower Tag on the podcast a while back, a game that I kind of tore to pieces. Well, imagine a better version of Tower Tag that's still not great, but is better. It's a combat (laughs) arena game. You're in with up to four people. There's no teams, though. You're all separate. You teleport from pad to pad. They have these walls on the pad that you can see through, but they're 
like physical walls you can duck and dodge behind. But if people shoot the pad enough, it'll break open parts of it and they can shoot through and get you. You teleport around, mm-hmm. you grab different guns, you shoot at each other from these teleportation points while you're trying to physically dodge and duck. And then this rampage weapon spawns every minute and a half or something. It's the ultimate weapon. You grab it, you shoot someone, their whole fortress blows up. So like (laughs) you can be totally lagging, get this gun and win the match. It's in beta. It's not done yet. It needs some leveling. It needs some work, but it for free. It's okay. If they make it free, if they launch it free and people can, it's free to play. It would be an okay game to go and have fun with your friends. Uh, It's got like, crates that you get that you get your legendary weapons and stuff it's got different skins you can put on it's just one of those arena games it's cool but it's it's nothing that i'm like oh my gosh it's so it was fun enough for like an hour or two but i feel like the actual game unless they changed a lot it's gonna kind of be the same anybody see any any footage on this or anything Mm -mm. no well i feel like i pretty much summed it up there <laughs> pretty much It'll, there'll be more buzz as they start to get closer to the launch and they talk about the pc and more but really it's it's cool but it's it's nothing revolutionary to vr i was yeah it, yeah if it's yeah. yeah if it's free to play we'll all get in and play it together maybe yeah if it's free to play time. why not <laughs> yeah. but i don't know if it is yeah. if it costs personally i'm not gonna buy it so i'm sorry to say it yeah if it to costs cost, like i think the art no because i mean they definitely just see more games out right now that have more of that replayability absolutely yeah you need you need games that people just i mean it, you know mmos did a huge thing in making vr po- or not vr uh, just gaming popular like wow was huge in terms of the industry we kind of need some stuff like that and orbis vr sure ain't yeah. it <laughs> no neither is mortal no. blitz combat arena but if it's free i say get it play it with your friends for one night you'll probably delete it after that yeah free you can't beat it all right adam and jay you guys played wildlands 2 what is windlands. Uh, also windlands. windlands i have not heard of this either oh my god you gosh. haven't heard of windlands mm, 2 yeah you haven't heard of windlands no. 1 okay 2 i can no. understand but you don't even know windlands 1 okay you know what it Mm-mm. is adam we've been we're vr ogs here ah, that's what they've it is. just came to vr recently so yeah the new kids on the block tell us about windlands 2 hey, I don't, i've only played year. one <laughs> i've only played one so tell me about two so windlands 2 so the premise of windlands is that um that you are what's called a hunter and you go around this sort of uh it's almost post-apocalyptic but almost not it's like a different planet post-apocalyptic um but you have these grappling hooks that you swing through the environment with and you get a bow that you shoot at robots and it's pretty uh it's one of those weird games where the better i've gotten at the game the more fun it's become <laughs> like you know i would totally recommend this game if you don't suck at Winlands 2. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, 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 for real though, like there is so much more to the game, the better you get at the game, where I've actually had to put down the game and just kind of wait on it for like two, three months, come back, start the game over. And it just becomes so much more enjoyable again because there it's hard. It is a hard game because you are constantly swinging around. It is the closest I've ever come to a Spider-Man game. I don't know if Winlands 1, you got this feeling, but it really feels like Spider-Man. You're going around swinging through trees and you just are trying to keep your momentum and just are thinking constantly, if I grapple onto this tree, I can swing it around and then in the air, pull out your bow and nail a robot passing by. Oh, some of the coolest experiences ever. 
and then the ending is just terrible. <laughs> well, it, it, again, it, it's the ending. I think I'm just not good enough to appreciate the ending. If I was better at the at the game, maybe the ending would be just the culmination of the entire game. But as it stands, I'm not sure if I'm good enough at the game to enjoy the last half of the game. <laughs> well, and you didn't play one, correct? I didn't play one, no. So one was a true Spider-Man simulator. There was no combat. Really? It was just like a parkour slash Spider-Man. You were trying to traverse these crazy huge environments and get all the collectibles in them and then move on to further the story. It really felt kind of tech demo but it was amazing. So it didn't matter that it was tech demo You were flying around these things. Destiny, I do not recommend this game for you. It's amazing. But if you have yeah. any motion sickness at all, people, wait on this game. It is intense. But if you are like me, you don't really get motion sick and you want to feel something crazy, Winlands 1 was amazing. But Winlands 2 is supposed to be a more fleshed out game with a bit more plot line with some combat. The whole thing is co-opable. Did you know that? Yes, it is. And so if anyone else wants to pick up Winlands, I would love to play it with you i i've been meaning to for a long time i'm waiting for like the person a who's sale. gonna get one yeah. two to play it with me not even I sale, I'm totally waiting play for, like, with you. the partner because I've, one was such an amazing experience for me that i've just been waiting and like i don't know if if it has this in number two but in number one there was like the beginner hooks that you would use and then you could switch to what was called the advanced rope so like mm -hmm. the beginner hooks you shot a point and it automatically zoomed you towards it the advanced rope you shot the point and then you could choose when you wanted to pull towards it with another oh, button. So this no. was really like Spider-Man. So this sort of has a mix. It has like a sort of a mix where you shoot at it and it'll slightly pull you towards it, but also swing you at the same time. Mm -hmm. so and so there's a yeah. lot of strategy where, you know, whenever you hook, you're going to start swinging around it. And so if you're good enough, you can hook two points at the same time and just go straight towards it super crazy speed but i'm surprised that the first one didn't have combat because that really made the second game and made you feel incredible because there's a couple of boss fights the boss fights in particular are, are amazing where you can't touch the ground there's just nowhere to touch the ground but you also can't hang on the leverage points because they're spiky and they'll kill you if you try and hang on them for too long ah. so you have to constantly be swinging around these points pulling out your bow and shooting at the boss while you're swinging around it is some of the most fun I've ever had in a game, in a VR game. I I feel very comfortable saying that. Um, it's hard though. Definitely, if you're not good at Windlands 2 though, it is. it can be a punishing, I'm not going to say punishing, but there's like a safe way to play Windlands and it's just not enjoyable. And the better you get mm -hmm. at the game, the more depth you can find in Windlands and the better it gets. Sounds kind of like the original, except for the combat, but the original, like you got good at like the original and then you wanted to try the advanced rope you wanted to try it harder and push it harder and see what it was like but i i'm, I'm excited to play how does this strike you two does this sound cool does it sound crappy what do you think <laughs> well i so, admittedly have been totally tuned out because <laughs> firefox just crashed on me <laughs> during oh, no. all that which meant i lost my script and more importantly i lost the audio recording oh so no. i need one of you two at least to check real quick is zencaster still yeah going? it's still going and it says you're still on it uh, yeah i just restarted it and it says it's recording for me but it's at one minute and three seconds uh, i'm assuming yours is at the 55 the minutes yeah. yeah okay i'm just gonna have to hope that it still has my earlier portion <laughs> well i've got but it seems yeah, to be okay now. i've got your audio on mine and stuff so there there will be right, there will yeah. be a way <laughs> 
there, there's always re- we have redundancies, but I wanted to make sure that like I, I wanted to at least see that it was still working on your guys end. Yep. Yeah. It's okay. Still working. Okay, but Jay or Rip, sorry, sorry, Jay, <laughs> Rip. <laughs> basically, it's a Spider-Man game that's not Spider-Man. Uh, Windlands One is all about movement. Windlands Two has the movement, but you also get a bow and can shoot at bosses. Uh, basically, if you suck at VR, don't play this. Um, <laughs> is it the one that has kind of like a cell shaded look to it? It looks kind of cell shaded. Uh, it's okay, like half cell shaded. I might have seen this. I might have seen this. Does it look like you have big plungers for hands? Yes, that's it. <laughs> okay, I have seen this game. I just forgot the name for it. And, so, and this is all single player, right? Like it's it's number storyline. Number two it is, is co op. Yeah. So then play y'all together. play together. Or? I haven't played two at all. No, he's played two. I played a lot of number oh. one. Oh. Yeah, so if you pick it up, if anyone decides to pick it up, I would totally play with you. Um, However, if you are prone to motion sickness, this is Mm -hmm. perhaps the worst game for motion sickness I've ever played. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Because you are swinging through this environment at such speed and launching yourself, you know, hundreds of feet in the air. You, uh, if you have motion sick, you're not going to have a good time. (laughs) Oh, You'll have a good time right. until you get sick because it is amazing. But then you're going to get yes. really sick. <laughs> yeah. Well, even like climbing, grappling in general can make you feel a little bit weird. Or especially if you're like going sideways because I've done it on a small level. And that Nat Geo game that I was telling you all about, mm-hmm. like you have to use these like ice picks and these grapples to like climb and like go up this mountain. But then you can also do like more of a like an expert mode. See, my left hand just keeps like doing some funky things. But anyways, and then you like swing yourself like sideways through these caves and going up. It's not so bad. But yeah, once you start like actually swinging and trying to like grab like far away ones, it definitely can, you know, make you feel a little bit nauseous. It was like, whoa. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, if you're not going to get motion sick, Windlands 1 or 2 sounds like it's a recommend from us. Uh, I think Rip's still figuring out his life, so we'll move on. Destiny, yeah. what what did you do in <laughs> VR this week? I've mainly been checking out um, these little short films. And one of the things I love about the short films is for like, and basically for people who have Quest or who have PC VR headsets, they can both do this. But um, like a lot of them are free. Like if you check out like little demos and things, the main one that I was checking out is like an Edgar Allan Poe. I think it's called the Raven VR, but it's like a audio adaptation and it's really cool like so you start out in this like really cute little kind of like not really scary but just this like little chill room and uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with that poem but it's mm-hmm. really cool I mean I don't know so basically it just has like this dude who has a really good audio voice actually and he's just like narrating the whole poem and this little bird like I guess technically the raven like flies into the room and so it's definitely not for people who are see I'm like my left hand is dropping me nuts it keeps like flying away (laughs) (laughs) but anyways like um so for people like said if you're wanting to check out something free something very chill like you don't want anything like crazy like hyper for a night definitely check it out and there's another one oh lost i don't know if y'all have seen that one but that one is really cute too it's about this like giant robot i I can't even explain it it's just really cool visually 
I think that one might be an Oculus exclusive. I could be wrong, but just be aware. I think that one might be Oculus only. Uh, and also, audience, always remember when Destiny says, oh, it's just cute and nice and not scary. She's like <laughs> a horror buff. I, I watched The Raven back in the day. I remember thinking it was kind of creepy. Like, it wasn't <laughs> really? out, it wasn't outright terror. But I remember, like, the paintings were changing and stuff. And there was some creepy elements. You're, like, in this dark little cabin. She's You're in this cute little house. You're in a like, <laughs> freaky cabin in the woods. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah. it is Edgar Allan Poe, so you do have to assume yeah. that it's going to be a little bit dark, <laughs> but um, it's cool, like, you know, just check it out, it's free. It is free, and it's cool, but yeah, it might be a little more spooky than you're expecting from her description. <laughs> yeah, there's tons of these. I, I'm sure most of us have probably watched them here, but, like, The Crow, I don't think that one was free, but that one was, like, some serious production value. Uh, John Legend was the main person in that. Oprah was in it. Uh, Invasion wow. was a free one. Ethan Hawke was the narrator of that one. Uh, tons of these, and they're really cool in VR. Like, you might be sleeping on these thinking, oh, they're just short films or short films. There's a lot of production value that goes in some of these, and they are really entertaining to check out and they're also really good if you're showing vr to someone else to put them in these because yeah. they're amazing but they're, you don't have to do anything they can just enjoy the experience so yeah i love short films in vr i would yeah, like to see a full length one honestly yeah totally mm -hmm. well and i think that's the thing so many people think of like you know either business training or gaming for vr but yeah honestly to me that's one of the funnest parts of vr is just the little like short films like the visualizations are amazing it's, it's just fun yeah mm -hmm. When I was uh, studying at USC, there was a VR club there of sorts. It wasn't like a club, but it was something along those lines. And it had a lot of people making VR short films. And it was super cool to see the stuff they were making. Oh, nice. Usually it wasn't like, it wasn't like live footage sort of VR where it's like 3D, like, like like a like a typical 3D movie experience. Mm -hmm. It was more like someone created a movie in like Blender or something. If, for That's those so that know cool. what that means yeah these are always really cool we need more of them have you done any adam i have not so this is an entirely new piece of news to me i might have to go check really? some of them out yeah i haven't even heard yeah, of them. i mean there's like tons they're I mean, harder they're, to like find they're, on they're steam so i feel like is the problem because like on playstation oh, yeah, they're that, really that prominent and on oculus they're more prominent mm. they're there you mm -hmm. just have to actually look for them because they're not necessarily yeah. games so i would definitely recommend finding right. a few check them out yeah i'll yeah. i'll go take a look mm -hmm. you just like kick back relax and watch them yeah <laughs> all right rip what do you got for us this week so some of you may have heard from uh, our last news piece. I don't know where else you would have heard this. <laughs> uh, Beat Saber got some new DLC, Lincoln Park DLC. Now, when I heard this, I was like, I got to try this. <laughs> I don't even care if it's going to cost me money and I can get perfectly fine Lincoln Park songs through the community. I want, I want to see this darn songs. And I did. So I, I, I coughed up the 14 whatever dollars. That were required to get this, which I even now still think is a little steep. Like I would have liked to pay ten dollars, or even like five would have been amazing. Huh. Ten would have been like I don't know if I had no other options, and fifteen was more like okay, I'm on a VR podcast. I have an ex <laughs> uh, moral excuse to spend a little bit more money on these things. But if I wasn't on this podcast, I probably wouldn't have gotten it. That said, it is fun. Jay also got it. Did, so you you also bought this DLC? I did. I bought this. I streamed it. The stream immediately got blocked after it went up because that's what happens <laughs> when you stream these kinds yep. of songs. Uh, what <laughs> did, did, did you play through the whole thing in one shot? How did you do it? 
the the VR chat or, or the v, the 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 stream keeps guessing what we're going to talk about. Oh, interesting. And they <laughs> are they coming up with better ideas than us? Because maybe we should insert some. <laughs> no, did, did our script leak? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was wondering. I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so sorry you asked a question and i just like was blown away by someone guessing that we were going to talk about Lincoln uh, Park. well i played uh the entire thing once on expert plus on the stream and i noticed in playing it i was like these feel a little harder than the normal songs made by beat saber <laughs> and i i got through all but one i failed one and i just didn't have the time or energy to keep going but i th- was thinking the whole time i was like is it just me am i out of practice or are these a little harder people have said now on reddit mm-hmm. there's it's just basically there's unusual patterns that aren't normally used in a lot of mm-hmm. the songs is what it seems like but they do feel right. harder to everyone so what did you think when you were playing them what what difficulty were you playing expert on? plus Expert the plus only and you still got through them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, okay. Jay's definitely Jay's definitely way better at Beat Saber than I. We'll start with that. Same. Because I could I only beat one song on Expert and was just going all day at the rest of them trying to beat a gosh darn expert <laughs> song, let alone Expert Plus. So yeah, it was hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was it but I mean, I guess as someone who finds that a lot of the regular like the 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 come with the game Beat Saber songs have always been pretty darn hard. Like when you download a lot of the community songs, oftentimes their versions of like Expert and Expert Plus are to regular Beat Saber songs more like hard and expert. Um, you've because I mean, there's some insanely hard oh, yeah. um, Expert Plus songs that come with the game. And I, I more or less felt the same way with this. Like Expert was like, I'm good enough that I like, I felt like I was like this close to beating them sort of a deal. If I, if I'd kept at it, I probably would have started to do it. I was also very out of practice. And you know, that's just my excuse for myself. (laughs) (laughs) So it it was hard. It didn't feel like harder. I don't think, I mean, I guess I usually have an easier time with the expert songs, but I I guess I thought I was out of practice. So you weren't the only one because everyone went to Reddit and was like, why do these seem so hard? Why am I struggling on expert when usually I play a little bit of expert plus? Well, these were harder than normal. And I, I totally agree. And I can, I can tell you for sure this is true now because I play, I play on my quest now, usually expert, not expert plus the tracking just isn't quite there sorry destiny but the quest is hard on expert plus because the tracking (laughs) so i play expert on the quest for exercise and i play intense hard songs on my pc for when i'm actually trying to go hard well i played Hmm. through all of the lincoln park songs on expert and i was like those seemed hard so i went back and i played just a few ost1 songs on expert (laughs) and like they were so easy in comparison it felt like going back to hard after you've been playing expert these songs they had these Mm -hmm. really unusual patterns where like you'd have two upswings but they were diagonal with the sabers over here and then over here and it was just these weird Weird. things for expert that just were not normal for beat saber made expert songs so if uh, you're not going to i know you're probably only do customs but if either of you were to get this pack you'll don't feel bad if you have to go back to expert or back to hard back basically a difficulty lower than normal because they are unusually more difficult Ha, bold of you mm-hmm. for assuming I can get past medium. <laughs> I know the same. Yeah, like I, I'm not gonna lie, I actually suck at Beat Saber. I'm decent, but yeah, nowhere near mm-hmm. your level. Oh, I mean, it's just practice. I've I've brought you know I'm I wasn't like that talented at it. I, I, I when I first got it, I was playing VR with like everyone I can invite, so I had a lot of people over, and I was generally like 
the the worst person in the room in terms of everyone like how their starting level was you could kind of compare my brother who's a god goddamn prodigy at games <laughs> will just like he, he was he was ready for like expert plus the moment he oh began. my god oh, wow. <laughs> not not quite that intense but like along those levels where like i'll yeah. be practicing for a week and he comes and does it for strike so um i i was not like talented at the game i could tell that by being around these talented people but really just you know you put in the effort and that's the great thing about beat saber is you learn the patterns you learn the rhythms and you can see some serious improvement by just putting in the time yeah and that's like it's so gratifying gratifying that's a good word Jesus. that's a good word for it. it's really gratifying yeah, I'm going to start using the IRL. <laughs> oh, it's like people who say frustrated. I hate that. It's not flustered or frustrated. Frustrated. What? What is this merge? Let's not go off on another. Or ginormous. That's a nice so. one too, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that it was a great, it was a great DLC. So if you're out there, especially if you're PlayStation VR or you're a yeah, quest person who doesn't a want fun. a side quest just because you don't want to, I would say the 14 bucks. Mm-hmm. It is a bit spending. It's 11 songs, and it spans all the Ooh. way back to Hybrid Theory album. To some of their new stuff. Yeah. So you get a taste of everything. Yeah. It had every song I was looking for. Ooh, I like that. A lot of people are like, oh, I wanted this one. I I enjoyed it. Um we've got mm-hmm. we've got an opinion and discussion section here. It's a little different. Uh this was something that I kind of added because it just seems like we're at the point where people are starting to forget about all these lies that they've been telling for years about VR. (laughs) So (laughs) is VR finally approachable? Is it something that everyone can get into? And so to kind of give us some points to argue here. So like the things that people still, I hear say about it and still see online, people either say they always have one or two things. I always say it's a gimmick or it's expensive. It looks dorky. It's uncomfortable. There's no triple a games or now they're saying there's not enough triple a games or it's not fun or it's antisocial. So you guys are all VR enthusiasts, but most of you haven't been as crazy about for as long as I have. So I want to hear some of your perspectives. Like, were you ever kind of a hater? Did the tide turn for you? Where did, what do you think? And are we there? Is it approachable? What do you guys think? I've always well, as been much as, interested. Yeah. As much as I want to hate on Facebook for all the work they're doing in VR right now, at least a year or within the last like two or three years, they've been doing some pretty great stuff. And that is they're They've kind of single-handedly made VR approachable with the quest and with the rift S where now people who have a PC have a very affordable headset to match there with their PC. And people that don't have a PC now have this amazing standalone Oculus quest. And between those two things, I mean, guys, if you I've, I've said this before, but the, the numbers on their sales are off the charts, especially with Oculus Quest. So clearly it must be approachable enough to be bought like crazy. Yeah, but <laughs> the numbers don't lie. Yeah, but that's like the, the quest, though, isn't coming in with like the super high fidelity VR, though. And so we really have to sort of break this up into two questions almost where VR is becoming approachable, maybe at the Quest tier, but still at the super high fidelity tier where you need a gaming PC and a really good headset like like the Index. Mm-hmm. It's really not approachable. It's it's meets all of the other categories that you're talking about, Jay, but it's still expensive. It is an expensive hobby. I had my cousin over and he was a VR hater <laughs> uh, until yeah. he tried on the headset and he said, and then all my concerns just went away. 
And then when you told me how much it was, it came back again. (laughs) (laughs) Natalie argues that PlayStation was the first one to make VR approachable. I guess you're not, you're not wrong, Natalie. The, the PlayStation VR did sell really well. Um, it didn't sell Oculus Quest well, but it did sell really well. And and it's Oculus Quest finally like the, the problem was it it still had that stigma due to its specs of like it's good, but that's all it is. It is just good, um, just good enough basically. And the Oculus Quest was sort of, I guess, it got on people's radar enough where uh, the thing was when Oculus Quest came out, it wasn't just the Oculus Quest that had big sales. Everything, every VR headset suddenly had a huge boost in sales once the Oculus Quest came out. So, you know, correlation versus causation, I don't know, but that that is how that went. The Quest just changed Sorry. things because the PSVR, I mean, it had sold, I think it had hit 5 million before the Quest. So it, it had done really well, but only because you didn't need the PC and everyone already owned a PS4. The Quest really changed the game because you don't need either and you don't have wires. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't you just have need wires. the Quest. Yeah. And that's what's like, because like people I've shown so many systems to and so much VR, they always say, well, is there a wireless one? That was always a big question. Yeah. And then like, oh, do I have to have right. a strong PC? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so those getting rid of those two things, even though it is lower fidelity, I think the quest has really made VR approachable to everyone. Is it finally there? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of probably the wrong person to ask that though, because I'm kind of a harsh critic because I'm so used to VR in general that when I go play on my quest, I'm like, Oh, there's a lot of shortcomings in this headset where other people mm-hmm. who aren't like that play it and they think it's spectacular. So, right. Right. I think yeah. When you haven't played VR, it's great. yeah, yeah. When you don't, when you haven't played Beat Saber <laughs> on a PC with decent tracking, and I'm not calling the Rift S, the Rift S is decent. It's okay, but I used to play on a CV one, and when you played Beat Saber on that, and you try and play a Quest, it's like ouch. The tracking exactly. is right now for real. We're talking about native Quest here, not PC linked Quest. Yeah, for real, yeah. Right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so uh, like. Is it a gimmick? I think we've proven that wrong. Like it's here to stay. Everyone's right. Apple's getting into it. That means it's not a yeah. gimmick anymore. Is it yeah, too yeah, expensive? Well, that's where you were kind of hitting on. It depends yeah. on which one you want. Is for, I think right. I think four hundred bucks for a Quest is is totally approachable for most gamers. That doesn't seem absolutely crazy. right. But if you're looking at index level, you're talking a thousand dollar gaming PC and then a thousand dollars for the index set. Like yeah. you're already looking mm-hmm. at two grand to get into it. That that's kind of expensive just starting out for a hobby. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the, usually the, the problem like is for the that people we've still who got... already have the quest and then they get into that, they'll bump up to like the index. Yeah. Right. And and that's that's, Oops, that's a bit of the problem right now. Oh, <laughs> Destiny hopping out of her chair. That's okay. I was doing that earlier too. Um, a, a bit of the problem with it right now, and it looks like the HP Reverb G two is going to try and hit this. You've got this huge jump where you go from like the nice cheap like uh, mixed reality headsets, the Oculus series, and then you go like add another five hundred dollars. <laughs> And you get to the next line of headsets where you have yeah. like the index and the vibe and uh, all those. Um, did I get that right? Did yeah. The... <laughs> and so we're starting to see some middle ground, which really gives people options in terms of like, okay, this is my budget. Like before it was, okay, I've got a budget of like $700, which is still a lot of money, 
but that's not a thousand dollars which means you have to spend uh, you have to spend just the 400 to get i mean what's still a pretty darn good i'm in i'm in a rift s right now and i love it so you're still getting a great experience with the rift s or the quest but we we could use both the competition and the different levels of complexity in these vr headsets like if you want to buy a laptop right now you have just an insane amount of options too many (laughs) too many um whether this whether the vr is going to be like that where you have all these different headsets that like every company is trying to outdo the other one or if it's going to go the route of like consoles where you've got like just the big competitors going at it every year the the time will tell (laughs) yeah but it's approachable I, th- I think for the like in terms of all those points, uh, Jay was nice enough to put them in a neat little list here. <laughs> like it's not a gimmick. I would argue that four hundred dollars is easily the price of this equipment I have on my head right now. It's pretty insane. Yeah, true. I think the I think um, the only point there, the dorky one, is probably the only one we can't really yeah. dispel. Because for people who think, oh, I'm gonna look stupid <laughs> with it on. Well, you're gonna have so much fun, you're not gonna care. But there still exactly. is no headset that I would wear to a costume party just because I thought it looked gorgeous. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> they they, they right. do need some fashion work, but it doesn't matter when you're inside. You can't see it. Yeah, and there's only so the, much you can do. Like, you, you, you're you just not going to be able to make that kind of equipment, you know, like, look super fashionable in your head, like you said. I mean, yeah. you just got to be glass didn't look fashionable either. And that was, like, the smallest, <laughs> most micro version of anything you could do. And it looked terrible. So forget about the, the, the only thing. Yeah, the only thing you can do to try to like class it up is like, have you seen the people that get like the the stickers or whatever you can put on the front? That's about <laughs> as much as you can do. Skins, <laughs> Change the strap yeah. color or something. Nope. Yeah. Customize mm-hmm. it, make it your own. Yeah. Right. I wanted to say the one thing that I think people are kind of right about. I mean, the dorky is true as well. <laughs> but the the lack of AAA titles. Now, obviously, we. To us here, we're going to say we've got titles in VR that are absolutely, like, I think there's enough titles for me to have justified this purchase. There's a lot of really great games out there. But you know what? Some people, they don't have that kind of money. They want to buy their $400 console. And when someone buys a PlayStation or an Xbox, they have, they know, they just know that they have an insane library to choose from. They have every every game's going to come out for their system. There's, I mean, short of like the couple exclusives, there's going to be an overwhelming amount of just like content games. You have these big games like Call of Duty and I don't know. I'm playing Assassin's Creed right now. So that comes to mind. Assassin's (laughs) Creed, um, Witcher. You've got all these huge titles. And no matter how good VR is, nothing compares to like the the breadth of a game like The Witcher 3 or I don't know, Battlefield or like these huge games with like just hundreds of millions of dollars poured into it. Yeah, we're not there. Took us what, 40 years of flat gaming to get there. You're being a little harsh right. if that's the reason to not get into VR yet. But you are right. Like, but it just bugged me because people always said there's no triple A's, there's no triple A's. Now people say there's not enough triple A's. Well, right. It, it's, yeah, they'll it, they'll always find a reason. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> haters will hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely I have personally met those sorts of people where like, look, I've only got like this much money to spend. 
and it's pretty much do i get the oculus quest or do i get an the new like you know these people are thinking ahead right now do i want to save up and get that vr system i wanted or do i want to get the playstation 5 or the xbox series x that's just around the yeah, corner true and for a lot of those people that's going to be the xbox series x or just one of those consoles well and it's also a bad way that that they don't know that they're looking at it because the quest as amazing of a headset as it is it really doesn't have any triple a titles because it can't handle them so like they right. and they don't have the pc so like that is that's also a problem if you go get a quest right now and you want to play some 20 hour game in it there's not going to be one so i think we're 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 ready for facebook connect to see what the next quest is bringing <laughs> and if it's changing this the quest has made it approachable but yeah you're definitely still especially on a quest there's not really any big huge titles you're going to be spending a ton of time playing on just quest without a pc Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I think right. the general consensus is that we're real close. We are real close. Oh, but yeah. we're absolutely maybe not quite there, but we're close. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're definitely at the point now where it unless you're really strapped for cash, if you're you don't have to be that comfortable to decide you can afford VR now, which is very, very good to see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Turn of the tide. Mm hmm. And with that, we will end the discussion section. I forgot to mention when we did the Q&A, we are live streaming. This live stream will continue (laughs) to be live streaming once I stop, once I press that stop recording button right there. (laughs) So if you want to be part of our after hours, join the streams, guys. The moment the live stream is done, it goes private. If you want to see this thing, you either need to be news for our patrons. We're going to be uploading the after hours clips to our patron members um so you won't miss it if you're a patron member but if you are not this thing goes uh to well, i guess it's technically i'm not going to say the details but basically <laughs> it goes private <laughs> so if you want to know about this one join our discord server we post everything there and we will announce when we are live streaming we will uh that is where our great communities ask us these amazing questions for the q a section there's all sorts of exciting things there go join that it's in the show notes it's in the youtube description if you're new here some exciting stuff happens in the discord server guys <laughs> go ahead and join yes and and I'd, I'd mention the patreon briefly but for those that aren't aware you get early podcasts on that thing as soon as i'm done editing this podcast it's going on patreon so if you want access to oh and it's in stereo which means you get like an awesome version of the uh intro and outro songs and I do a little bit of panning so everyone sounds like they're like not just right in front of you. It's it's cool stuff. I tr- I try to like spice it up a little bit for the for the patrons. Check that out guys. That's $5 a month. And again, if you are listening, consider watching. If you're watching, consider listening. Both are great <laughs> options and in you fact, know, if you're both. driving, <laughs> yeah, yeah, do you both. Why not? At the same time. <laughs> I put it on, on YouTube and I mute it and I put it on, on Spotify and listen there. You know. Why not? Sync them up. That's not true. Yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> the the, uh, the YouTube, the, like the perfect experience, I guess, would be to be watching the YouTube video, uh, listening to the patron uh, version of the podcast oh. so that everything's panned. Oh. I'm try that. Yeah. That would be fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to sync it, right? Yeah. It's always impossible to sync yeah. it anyway, but that's that's technical details and we got to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We will catch you on the next one. 
拜拜。